0: Hey guys. I love. I love. I'm Gabs, (laughs) and this is my girlfriend, Soph. Hello. We are your hosts. Welcome to Queer Podcast, where we hear all things queer. We bring you the
1: best of all the coming out stories the good, the bad, the ugly, and the outright hilarious.
0: This is the content that we wish we had during our closeted years. So stay tuned for our weekly episodes. Bing bang bong, sing sang song, ding dang, dong, UK hun. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I hope that everyone is watching the UK Drag Race because it's incredible, and we've got an absolute bop out of it this week. I know,
0: and if you're not, you've probably seen that this is well. The last time I checked, it was number one on iTunes. Yeah, <laughs> crazy. <laughs> I can't believe that. Lawrence Jenny. Lawrence Jnr.
2: Lawrence Jnr.
0: Bimini vibes. <laughs> Oh, uh, horror. <laughs>
1: Tice. <laughs>
0: yeah, but we're absolutely loving Drag Race right now.
1: Yeah, so anyway, welcome to episode nine of Queer Podcast. We've got Annabelle on the show. Who's Annabelle, Gabs?
0: Annabelle is... A dickhead. <laughs> <laughs> she's my best friend. I'm allowed to say her that. Her personality
1: <laughs> definitely comes across on this podcast.
0: Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> on this episode, doubt. yeah. Annabelle comes round to my house before, well, before all this shit. She would come round to my house, and my mum would say <laughs> she wouldn't. I wouldn't even tell my mum that Annabelle was coming round. And as soon as she walked in the door, she's like, ah, and she's just so loud. <laughs> my mum was like, oh my god, Annabelle's here. <laughs> <laughs> my mum says she hears her before she sees her
1: (laughs) (laughs) she's here she's queer and she's got a coming out story for you anyway but we
0: love annabelle and we're bringing you the juicy goss annabelle's gonna spill all the tea about her coming out and um even though she's my best mate like it was some of it was quite new to me we haven't really spoken about it in full i don't think she's really spoken about it chronologically before yeah so it was almost like hearing a new story for me too, yeah. even though I know her so well. And, yeah. You know, I was there for her and with her when she was going through it.
1: I was gripped the whole time, so I'm sure everyone else will be. So yeah, let's hear so. it then, because this is a longer one, so we'll get to it.
0: Anna Bay, take it away. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Do what you need to do, guys. We're just okay. catching up. Just chatting and
1: chilling. Literally, yeah, that's cool. I am excited to hear your story though, because I obviously I've only just recently met you. And yeah. I don't yeah. know anything about your story, so it's cool. Yeah, yeah. So Annabelle is
0: one of my best mates.
2: I mean that's a bit of a push that. I would say.
0: <laughs> well, I might not be yours, but you're mine. You have a very <laughs> love hate relationship. Love hate, yeah. But yeah, this is Annabelle, say hi. Wag one piffed.
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, Annabelle, oh, introduce yeah. yourself.
0: Introduce My name
2: yourself. is Annabelle. I am 23 years old. I've known Gabs for, properly I've known you like, for like three, four years, right? But yeah, i Yeah, but we've known of each like, other. For like, I wanna say over seven, eight years. Um, Fun yeah. fact, Um. Gabby and I met when we were approximately about 15 or 16 at a uh, youth Mm. sort of event. And Gabby tells me later on that she was shit scared of me. <laughs>
0: That's not quite <laughs> true. I was intimidated by you because I knew you were gay, and I was also gay, but I don't, was very I don't know. She's gonna read from me. I didn't even know at that point. Oh come on, you you dressed like such <laughs> uh, a dyke.
2: <laughs> we just like to call that being a tomboy back in the day. Um, <laughs> but yeah,
0: I know. I honestly thought that you would read the gay from me. I thought you would be. I thought you like. I'm, I was so convinced that you knew I was gay. Yeah, right. And I was like, I'm not ready to come out. I'm not ready to come out. I can't spend any time with her. I'm, I, I need to stay away from her. Like, what? she's so cool. She's so open about her, like dressing the way she wants. Yeah, like, she's I just, so cool. cool. <laughs> yeah, keep saying that. Um, and now I get to know you and you're a fucking yeah, loser. <laughs> <laughs> my that. Um,
2: Gabby and I went to the same university and lived in the same accommodation. Mm. I remember I was, the university that I went to was my second choice. So I remember rocking up with my mum in the car and I was like really worried, really scared. The accommodation that I was in and the university wasn't really my first choice. And like, I didn't have any friends Mm -hmm. there. So I was really, like it was the first time in my life that I was fully by myself. And that's very unlike me. Even when I did transitions from primary school to high school, Mm -hmm. I had friends and whatever. Um, I remember Mm -hmm. got to the doors didn't even walk in suddenly this blonde girl who I recognize comes up to me with your friend Sam at the time and you go oh my god Annabelle and I was like Gabby (laughs) hi and like at this point me and Gabby have said about maybe like five or six words because we had some mutual friends we weren't really close at all I want to say at this point and you were like oh my god are Mm. you you living here and I was like oh yeah she was like me too. So like you were like, we should, we should catch up and then I was like, oh yeah, cool, sick. Anyway, so I remember walking and my mum was like, Who's that? She's like, who is that, right? who is, that? <laughs> like, is she Jewish? Like, ooh. <laughs> so then I remember them met up a few times. Annabelle's Jewish oh, yeah. too,
0: by the way. That wasn't just like a No, mercist, no, no. no. we both We know each other from the Jewish
2: community. Um fast forward maybe like two or three days, I'm not really like even reached out to you or you've not reached out to me yeah and i remember sitting in my flatmates at the time room and we were playing um the game so if we like to play where you you don't know jews it's called jewish geography and where basically <laughs> you go right okay so i know this jew do you know that jew and then you play jewish yeah. anyway we were playing jewish <laughs> and then gab's came up and then um at the time gab's was with her ex and then I remember one of my flatmates at the time was like, Oh, yeah, Gabby Eden, she's dating a woman. And I was like, Is she now? Okay, right. <laughs> um, so, yeah, and then we, we started to become friends. And then me and Gabs have just had golf. We like okay, at yeah. the time I was with my ex, and then we would go on double dates together. And yeah. mm-hmm. Love that. Yes. Yeah. And we've, oh no, we haven't been on a double (laughs) date. Layla is going to listen to this and her pen is going to (laughs) go so big right now.
1: (laughs) I was like, yeah, yeah, we were on a (laughs) date. Oh, wait a second. (laughs) We're
0: we're at that point. (laughs) Layla's the very straight friend who we love, but she's like the most stereotypical straight girl. Yeah, yeah, she literally has
2: a a nasty case of it.
1: (laughs) Anyway, girls, I'm here to bring this conversation to where (laughs) it's meant to be, because you two are going to go off on all sorts of tangents. So, Um, Annabelle, you're here to talk about your coming out story. So, let's hear it then. Let's start.
2: I was literally going to do that. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. Wow, mad. I've, so I've been thinking about the, how I was going to approach this story for the past couple of days. Because I feel like Gabs, you know some of the lines, like you know sort of the lines of it, I don't think you know the ins and outs of it. Yeah, no. So no. growing up, I was an extremely tomboy girl. No. So I literally, all my friends, I went to a really small primary school, all my friends were all boys the whole way through Mm -hmm. and to this day, majority of my friends are boys. I remember the thought used to kind of come into my head sometimes when I was younger and it used to completely just like par it off. I was like, nah, 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 Mm -hmm. you're wrong. But I remember, I think I started getting into like lesbian YouTube and stuff like that, but like inadvertently, and then started having like woman Mm -hmm. crushes on like actresses. They weren't like crushes. I was just like, oh, I really want to be them. Yeah, obviously now I know that means like I, I want to have sex with them. I want, to be yeah, <laughs> I want to be like, you know, with them, not like I want to be them. Yeah. But anyway, so this sort of growing of fascinations came and I was never really interested, especially at the ages like 14 and 15. I was never really interested in like sex or like getting with boys or anything like that. Mm-hmm. Like all my friends around me were all getting with <clears> guys and all that jazz. And to me, I was just like, I'm just not interested in it. Like, it's just not for me. I don't want to do that. Now I know why I wasn't interested in it. Yeah. Yeah. But then I remember one night I was like, right, I keep seeing the L word. I don't know what it is. And like in the back of my head, I knew what it is. I was like, I need to watch it because whatever. So I sat down on my bed. My door is facing me, but made sure that my uh, laptop is angled away from the door. So if my parents were to walk in I could like alt tab out, you know what I mean? So they can't see what I'm watching. I downloaded the entire, all six seasons of it. Amazing. I watched the first episode and after that episode, I, to be completely, abrupt, I was like turned on. I was like, oh, <laughs> no. oh, oh, shit. Oh, so <laughs> <shit, shit." Yeah. laughs> at that point, I was like, right, okay, maybe I'm just like a little bit, you know, just a little bit. I didn't fully know at that point, but I think that was sort of like a stimulus for me because at that point, my whole psyche and everything in my brain completely 180'd, to which mm, yeah. I started getting invited to more <clears throat> house parties and stuff like that. And I think because subconsciously I knew that there was an attraction that I just wasn't okay with. I went yeah. so straight. Like so utterly straight, which really? was like getting yeah. like getting with like three or four boys at each party, like knowing, like and yeah. fully like throwing myself around and not caring so much. And then I remember mm-hmm. like these parties we would have like on like Saturday night, and I'd go into school on the Monday, and like all these girls that I didn't speak to were like annabelle like shocked and i didn't care because also then at the time the school that i went to we had a really small year and a really small above and below so i knew everyone in my year the year above the year below and stuff so news got around fast but then i started getting friendly with people from other schools so i was going to these house parties where it was at the time where you know people used to upload like 40 50 pictures of a night out yeah yeah on facebook i'd be going <laughs> dangerous game. oh my god it's so awful like i need to delete them yeah on. I'd be be going to these house parties with, and they would just see these pictures of me and all these random boys and stuff, because I was going to these house parties that were in my school and I was getting with these boys, hundreds of them to some extent, but you know what I mean? (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, like, you know what I mean? (laughs) And these people would be like, oh my God, I heard what happened, like, "Mm," like, Annabelle, like, "Mm," like, really surprised because until that point, I'd never gotten with really anyone. And I think in the back of my head, I knew I was queer of some sort. I didn't know what it was, mm. but I knew I had an attraction to, you know, at least women at this point. I just was yeah. so not with it that I was doing the opposite to try and push it away. Yeah, totally. The thing, I think it's really hard. It's like sometimes people forget that it's harder to come to terms with yourself when you grow up like quite tomboy because you grow up with everyone going, oh, you're gay. Like before you're even willing to admit that you're gay at all or the feelings come because you're so bombarded with the people going, oh yes, you're gay, you're gay, you're gay, you're gay. You're like, well, I don't know why I'm like, don't tell me what to do. So you push it completely and utterly to the side. So -hmm. at that point I was like, these people don't know me, X, Y, and Z, whatever. So I started getting with other boys. And then I remember the first time I ever got with a girl I was at one of these house parties when it was a load of random people. Mm-hmm. And this girl was by at the time. She was in a year below me. I don't think anyone knew. I think I, I heard she was by at this party and I was like, oh. <laughs> hello. Wow. Well, <laughs> well, hello. <laughs> Target. Yeah. No, I'm joking. <laughs> yeah. Bing, 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 bing. <laughs> I think I'd already gotten like three boys that night. So it was all like, you know you cover was so yeah, yeah, yes. I was- yeah.
0: and you know like, <laughs> back in those house yeah. parties it was like all the straight girls got with the straight girls because it's it's like we love each other and like the boys <laughs> like it
2: <laughs> well gab's knows my sort of friends that was there it was like charlie and people so like they, they weren't those sort of boys that were yeah. like we want you to get with us in front of you like we're the, oh my god we're yeah. like the boys are so like let's go home and play like league of legends together like you know what I mean? <laughs> like, like, let's yeah. go on our minecraft server um <laughs> but um anyway so i'd with a few boys that night or whatever and then i remember i was speaking to this girl and then we somehow ended up in the bathroom together and then I Whoops. I, I, I and then something happened, I don't remember exactly what, but I got with her and I remember yeah. like my brain went and I was like, oh <laughs> shit, like <Lyle."> Yeah, like <laughs> yeah, that like, is what it's meant to feel I was like. Like that's the shit <laughs> moment. Yeah. Like, yes. So I remember then we like snuck out the toilet, like together and everyone's like, where are you? And I was like, "It's just having a wee with my friend. Like, Yeah. <laughs>
0: <'cause>, <laughs> Girls go to the bathroom together. Like i literally like
2: never even like, <laughs> like spoken to this girl beforehand. Like, and so after that point, I remember at the time I was sort of seeing a guy and I remember I went to his house a couple of weeks later or something. This is all after like the combination of me getting with this girl, me watching the Outward. And I remember I'm like getting with him or whatever. And he wanted to go, like, whatever. And I remember my brain went, right, yep, that's the off switch. You're not turned on anymore. Like, that's off. (laughs) (laughs) You're completely off. So at that point, I was like, right. And I remember thinking to myself, I was like, right, okay, cool. I'm gay. That's fine. And now never need to tell a single soul. No one needs to know. Whatever. Obviously, at that point, I think it's hard to come come out to people when you've got with one girl and you've not done anything else and no one's having sex Mm -hmm. or anything like that anyway so the way it would happen is we'd all have house parties every week i started getting with everyone and everyone and all of this jazz and then i would slowly start coming out to my friends as bi because i think Mm. at the time no i don't think anyone ever came out as just gay
0: you know what i mean like when no i was the same it's like a stepping stone isn't it yeah
2: and i think we're, we're very lucky now that we're at a place where um people don't do that anymore because these kids that are growing up is mad because they're they're so exposed to it all the time. And it's so accepting that they can just, they they know and they're so assured that like, yes, I'm gay and I need to tell my mother when I'm 14. I was not at that stage. I did not know. And especially when I was still getting with guys and stuff. No. So I, I got drunk every week and I would start telling my friends when I was drunk. The first person I ever came out to was at a mutual friend of ours Gabby's house party and I'm pretty sure you were probably there
0: maybe probably
2: and it was a guy called Jake Morris who I'm still friendly with to this day I'm pretty sure he was Mm -hmm. the first person I came out to and he was like an emo like he used to go to Afflecks on the weekends and like obviously in that community it's not a big deal so I remember coming out to him and being shit scared while I was drunk and then he was like oh chilled whatever and I was like oh wow, like this is super easy. So then I started coming yeah. out to a string of my friends, like the ones that I wasn't as close with to first because it was easier and then boiling to the point where like my bestest friends. Mm-hmm. So this is from a spring of from about, I want to say 18, uh, 16 to 18, right? So the last person I ever came out to properly other than my parents was my best friend, Oscar, and I was oh, so, so shit scared. Yeah. You guys have been best mates since you were kids. Like really young. Yeah. Like utter- like I even came out to my other best mate Jacob beforehand because I was just scared of Oscar, not anything to do with mm. him. I was just so scared that God forbid, like if he didn't accept me, like he's my best friend. Like what am I going to do? You know, he's like my mm. brother. Like anyway, yeah. I am at um, just on house party. Okay. <laughs> Everyone is <laughs> absolutely obliterated. And like, badly drunk she had like a gazebo in the background and like I remember I was drunk everyone was so drunk and I was like we're gonna do this like Annabelle you've got to do this now I'd already got off with a girl by the way in front of him (laughs) like like, I got off with this random girl and everyone sort of knew and I was like I pulled Oscar aside I was like Oscar I need to speak to you and he was like not now Annabelle not now he is at this point he's currently dealing with Sam my housemate is very violently ill like throwing it up oh God. and in my stupid drunk brain I was like this is the time like this is the time <laughs> so, like, so like, I drag him away from Sam as he's like not well and he and <laughs> like what do you want like I'm taking care of my mate like our friend like what do you want and I was like I was like I need, I need to tell you something like it's really important and he was like what do you like he was like hurry up <laughs> like, Sam's Aww. like throwing up and I was like I'm I'm I'm, I'm by." and he was like I just watched you get off with a girl like I know is that it? (laughs) (laughs) Are you
0: serious? You've taken me away from my nursing duty to tell me that.
2: (laughs) He was like, I literally just watched you neck off with a girl. Like, of course, it's, yeah, yeah, it's fine, whatever. Bye. And they just left me. (laughs) At that point, I was like, cool, I'm out to like everyone now. And this is cool. But then, like university happened, which is, yeah, was, I think it's a very weird, mad, crazy time. It was like, I moved into a flat with girls that I used to go to school with, just randomly, and these are girls that I wasn't friendly with at all. Yeah. Like if you think of a social spectrum, I was at one end and they were at the other end. It doesn't mean they're there yeah. doesn't mean they're bad people at all. Like it's just not my sort of person. Yeah. So I remember we moved in and I was trying to be friendly and social. You've got freshers obviously where you've got to go out and all that jazz. The nights out they wanted to go to were very different from the ones I wanted to go to, but I sort of just. Bit my tongue and like just went with it. Booze for Jews versus
0: rock. <laughs>
2: <laughs> but I would go to all those nights and stuff, and they're they're we're all friends with their friends, and I'd be going to these pre's, and I was like, oh, like everybody, like, Annabelle, hi, and I was like, oh hi, like oh, I'm not enjoying this. When you're living with these people, obviously university is like a time where you sort of do all of this jazz and you find yourself in all the jazz. It was really hard to start to come to terms, really, where you know, who you are and being fully independent and fully acting on it when you're still sort of at home with these girls that I just don't know. And and they just like, uh, they just remind me so much at home and they know everyone at home and like all of this stuff. And I'm clearly not ready it was just so hard because I was like, I don't know what to do here. Like I felt like I was living a double life because I was like,
1: yeah. I can't
2: go if I really want to go and, and meet some girls and get with a girl in a club and all of that jazz, but I can't like, so the whole way through freshers, I was like getting with guys and like-
0: Oh yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah, there's a there's a,
2: a photo of me on Facebook and someone <laughs> had a night out at Trent Army, which is so for night, like one of the big nights uh, during freshers. Yeah. This is a really funny story actually. So it's Trent Army, and you've got to dress up in army gear, right?
0: Mm,
1: I remember so these
2: that. the girls I was living with was like, oh, does anyone have any camouflage? Like, what are you going to wear? <laughs> They were all wearing, like, they rock out and they were wearing, like, nice camo cropped up to the nice army green, scare, like, oh, yeah. And, like, that's it, really. And maybe some, like, lines. Yeah. Rock out. Oh, they were like, what are you going to wear, animal? I was like, oh, right. So I've got a camouflage backwards hat. I've got a camouflage, like, button-down shirt. Got some nice black jeans. And you know what? I've even got camo shoes as well. Like...
1: <laughs> <laughs> all we're going to see is my daily yeah. <laughs> And I
2: remember thinking to myself, I was like, oh, my God. Like, Anamal, like, you look so fucking dikey right now. <laughs> like... <laughs> <laughs> These straight girls in like crop tops and shit, and you're here rocking up in a forehead head-to-toe camo outfit. Like, how does no one fucking know? For fuck's sake! Not like you're about to go <laughs> yeah. yeah. So anyway, just getting with guys and stuff, and I was feeling really sort of. I hated my my first month and a half at uni. I hated mm. it. I wanted to go home. You're trying to be someone else, yeah. or yeah, like literally you fully yourself. You know? I wasn't fully myself in the night. Like, I didn't have friends. Basically, like. Because yeah. these girls I was trying to hang out with these girls who just weren't my people and they had friends already and everything. Like, I wasn't gonna go and hang out with them because like they had completely and utterly different interests. So I remember like yeah. after the first month of university, like I was really like down and depressed because I was like, I feel awful. I was like, I've moved away from home. I don't know anyone here remotely that are close to me. And I'm just like miserable. I'm not having fun. Like this is supposed to be like you're having fun and going out and I'm just not enjoying myself. And then I finally went out. And luckily my friend Jacob went to uni of, I dragged him to the Rock Society event with me, forced him to go with me. And then I made friends. And then like, as Gabby knows, these people are like my family now. And I- Mm Oh yeah, yeah. They're your people, yeah. So I started making these friends. I made, I distanced myself and everything's fine. Started going out of my comfort zone and sort of like getting with girls and all of this stuff And I remember I don't think I ever actually came out to those friends ever I remember having a, like a discussion with my friend Anna about it Maybe like nine months into being friends with her and I was like, oh, yeah, you know, I'm bi, right? She was like right and like you don't. she was like first of all like you're probably gay And I was like, what do you want about Anna? Like, no, I'm not and Like <laughs> Me? Yeah, 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 I love cock um <laughs> <laughs> i love oh, it i don't um. Oh. um but i remember and she was like yeah no you never needed to come out like we all just knew which was yeah. so nice and refreshing i was actually um listening to the episode you did with rosie and lee and, and you made a really good point they were talking about how you always have to come out like yeah. always so obviously like i feel like myself compared to some like femme lesbians don't have like i don't have to come out as much as like Maybe you gabs, like you know what I mean. Mm
0: -hmm. Yeah,
2: but like not having to like come out at that time was great because it got rid of the whole pressure and stuff. Yeah. Anyway, got my first girlfriend. Everything's cool. I bet. Then second year uni happens. Move out. You know, with my friends and all of that jazz. Anything. So I get my first girlfriend when I'm 18. Completely and utterly head over heels in love with her. Mm -hmm. It ends after like six months just to do with some issues. Nothing bad. I'm still friends with her. We're still really good friends. You know what I mean? Then. The summer of 2016, I um, go to America for the first time and I do Camp America. It's a big defining feature. Don't shit on me. I loved it, had no. the time of my life. I basically did the gay thing, came home with a girlfriend that lives 3,000 miles away.
0: Um, <laughs> so what had happened was I
2: got with my girlfriend when I was 18, just nearly like halfway through first year of uni we broke up I want to say like a few months later or whatever and then I went to America with the idea of like I'm gonna fuck bitches I'm a, I'm hot I'm English everyone's gonna love the accent like I'm gonna get bear I'm gonna get bear poo and like you know what I mean um come back with a girlfriend which is completely and utterly what um, the thing is so anyway so I have a girlfriend everything's fine everything's chill or whatever at this point, me and my girlfriend are kind of getting quite serious, right? We'd been dating, I want to say, for a year at this point. And mm-hmm. as Gabs and knows, Gabs, did you meet her? Yeah, you did meet her. Yeah, I did. Uh, you. Yeah, you know, I was head over heels in love with her, as I apparently do with fucking everyone. Again, Again. <laughs> 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 fuck! Um, I am allowed to swear, right? Yeah. <laughs> I'm, yeah, okay. definitely. I was you, say, I'm sorry. you literally about
0: half an hour, well, ten minutes ago, you literally just said, "I love." <laughs>
2: because <laughs> <laughs> <Focus laughs> to me I don't feel like I'm like on a pot like this is me just like speaking to my friends it is know? I know. it is I know. Well, yeah that's how it's supposed to feel yeah. that's nice. um anyway carry on. so yeah we were getting really serious at this point I was about 19 years mm-hmm. old and obviously I was in love again and I was going back to camp an incident happened where I'd gone home for the weekend and I think it was like the January or something like I was 19, secondary uni, living life, had gone home, my sister, my whole family was home. My sister had come home from London. I think it was my grandpa's birthday or something. Uh,
1: Can I just ask, yeah. did they know? No. Like about your first girlfriend or this? Okay, so this is all hidden. Like you've had girlfriends and it's been yeah. hidden. Okay. Because my, my thing
2: yeah. was like, I had the attitude of, I didn't want to tell my parents because my perception was, I don't think they're going to take it well at yeah. all. I didn't think, I thought my mum was going to take it fine. Because my mum mm-hmm. and my dad, who I love, but is a lot more sort of traditional and strict, yeah, It's going to take it awful and it was just going to be like this really bad thing. Yeah. In my head, I was like, I am not going to tell them until I have a serious girlfriend. It's yeah. a lot harder to come out to them when you go, oh yeah, I'm gay and you're single, in my opinion, because then... Yeah, in a way, you've got nothing to prove for it. That's it. it. I yeah, they just, like, oh, like, just like have They're just sleeping around, yeah. you know. Well, if you yeah. if you say, yeah. oh, They'll be like, how do you know? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, if you go, hi, mum, dad, I'm gay. This is my girlfriend. Patricia yeah. or whatever like you did. <laughs> put, put, <they>, <laughs> said no one ever <laughs> what are you on about I'm actually seeing a Patricia right now um but um who you're head over heels in love yeah, with yeah obviously I'm head over heels in love with um, <laughs> but yeah no like obviously like you say like oh this is my girlfriend like they can see right okay you're actually in a relationship this isn't just yeah your, this is not a phase so obviously yeah. my my girlfriend I had when I was 18 the only person I had told was my brother which mm-hmm. is weird, because I wasn't really that close with my brother, and I think the only reason why I told my brother was because I think he was dropping me off, and it was like I was hiding a lot, you know what I mean? Yeah. And he was sort of being the transporter of me going places and all that jazz. and yeah. I, also it's easier coming out to people that you're not as close to. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And it? also, like, my brother's autistic as well, mm-hmm. so if I told him it'd be fine, I know he just wouldn't care. So I remember I think I just, I don't even remember the story, like, I think I just told him in the car once, and he was like, Oh, okay, man. And like that was it. I was like sick. <laughs> That's exactly what I said. Yeah, literally. Like... And then I came out to my sister before I came out to my parents, actually. Oh my god. It's like so long. This feels like a lifetime ago. Like it's, it's really it's hard to revisit it. sometimes. Yeah. yeah, it does when you put it in a in a
0: solid story and chronologically it does it's kind of like, oh wow, did that happen? because this yeah, whole thing has not <laughs> yeah. been in
2: chronological order. But it, i told my yeah. brother first and I told my sister because I had a friend called Hannah, who I'm still friendly with now and she's bi now but at the time she was gay and it was a big deal and i remember on a night out and she was like i'm gonna text my mom and tell her i'm gay and i was like hannah like i don't think you should do that like i don't think you texting your mum of all people telling her that you're gay while you're drunk you're gonna regret it in the morning like don't don't do that. Yeah. And she's like, No, 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 no. I'm gonna do it, I'm gonna do it. I was like, Hannah, don't do it. I'm telling you. Oh, and it was like a cycle of, of things that would happen. Like every three nights, we would go out and she'd be like, I'm gonna text my mum tonight. And I was like, Don't do it. Like, cause the morning's gonna happen, you're gonna wake up. Anyway, she did it mm-hmm. and she didn't regret it. It was good, whatever, it kind of, okay, whatever. Good. It went, it went all right. I don't fully remember. But because of that, I think the same night she texted her mum, I texted my sister because I was drunk. Mm. And I was like, I'm just going to fucking do it. And I think I sent her a text like, by the way, I'm gay. Okay, bye. Like- such an Annabelle <laughs> <way>. <laughs> Like at like <laughs> three in the morning.
0: We literally just spoke to someone who wrote 2000 words <laughs> that their parents. <laughs> and then you're there like, I'm gay okay bye
1: (laughs) (laughs) and like we said everyone has their own special way
2: (laughs) yeah yeah well i mean again like i wasn't that close with my sister at the time Mm -hmm. and my sister seemed very far away from me and um she didn't live at home she lived in london my parents live in manchester so obviously that you know there was no way unless she was going to ring them and tell them there was no way there was going to be communication and i know she wouldn't do that and I think I felt better. I think obviously at the time I was with my girlfriend at the time and I was feeling very serious about it. So I told her and I woke up to like three missed calls and I was like, oh fuck, and like, what have you done? Like, what have you done? <laughs> I, remember, I remember bringing her back. I was like, I was also like hanging out my ass. <laughs> like, I was like, hi Lily. And she was like, interesting text you sent me last night. And I was like, I mean, yeah. And, and she was like, right. I'm surprised, and I was like, "What? <laughs> really? <laughs> like, You're surprised?" And she was like, "Yeah, just like I just like didn't think." And I was like, "Are you, are you feeling all right, hun? Like, are you alright? <laughs> like, how are you surprised?" She was like, "Well, it's a lot to take in, obviously." And I was like, "Yeah, yeah obviously. Like, whatever. Just do what you know you need to do." End of sorry that. Anyway, now we're home. Nineteen. Yeah, come home to my parents, and um, my sister's there as well. I think we're like at the Trafford Center like going shopping and we're in Zara right we're all having a bit of a banter and all of this jazz I see these pairs of shoes that look like Doc Martens right oh my god oh my god (laughs) 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 I really wanted a pair of Docs because partly because they're quite gay looking but also I was in like the rock scene at uni all my friends were goths yeah and they were all wearing docks and like they really I wanted a <laughs> pair of docks, honestly. they I just want to fit in more. Yeah, I want to put some eyeliner on <laughs> and wear a pair of docks. Like <laughs> And I remember asking my mum being like with the insinuation of I like, oh I like these shoes. Do you like these? And she was like, no, they're lesbian shoes. She's like, you wouldn't... Were- oh my God, that's exactly oh, no! She'd be like, they're uh-huh. lesbian shoes. You wouldn't want to wear them. And I was like... Oh my God. Uh-huh. Funny about that, eh? You're like... <laughs> it's like, oh shit. <gasps> anyway, so we're in Zara. We're walking around. And at this point, my dress sense is obviously... Now I'm fully 100% comfortable buying stuff from the men's section. I exclusively buy mm-hmm. stuff from the men's section. Um, at the time, I wasn't 100% comfortable with it because... I thought it would be a massive sign to my mum that I was gay and I started to do it because a lot of it was to do with the fact that I was gay, but also a lot of it was to do with comfortability, which is a completely different topic mm. of like, yeah. the short skirt is the way that the fashion industry is and the way that women's clothing is. I do not feel comfortable yeah. in it because, you know, a woman's body is like an hourglass and they fit it like an hourglass yeah. and I just want something straightened down. Anyway, yeah, which the, 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 yeah, exactly. <laughs> you feel me like, and we're quite lucky now. Yeah, definitely. Yeah.
1: Like most of my clothes are, are men's clothes. Yeah. And luckily now,
2: the way that clothing is, a lot of things is just unisex, so it's chilled. Yeah, love that. So in Zara, I see these shoes that look like docks. And I remember going to my mum and I was like, oh, like, these are cool, do you like these? And she was like, no, Annabelle, they're lesbian shoes. And I was like, cool, 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 no doubt. And that was really the end of the conversation, really. And then... I remember on the drive home, me, my sister, and my mum were having conversations about university and sort of just like partying. And then we started talking about drugs and like sort of sort of disclosing something some of the things I'd done at university just because I was I was close to my mum and in a way my parents grew up in the 70s like the 60s and the 70s so I'd known about my parents past I was telling them about mine, but I was like don't worry like I'm safe like I'm not doing it everything every night if yeah. any it was more of it I wasn't gloating I was more like <laughs> yeah. telling them like hey like this is thing like obviously it happens I want you to know that I am safe and I'm responsible if, I'm, if I do it then like, I know how to do it responsibly and I'm not an idiot sort of way. So yeah. that was sort of my way of telling my parents, like, I like to party, but like, I'm safe, so don't worry. Anyway, that my sister sort of blew that conversation up a bit because my sister's very the opposite of me, very like, you know, goody two shoes, never did anything and all that jazz. So I remember there being like this big argument about this, but like not really an argument. And then anyway, I went back to Nottingham and then I remember getting a phone call off my mum. It was my sister or whatever. And she was like, mum's been in tears over the phone to me like out of that after that conversation we had in the car and all of that jazz and I remember this being this massive argument I was like why are you telling her that I'm doing drugs like I'm not like I'm not like a massive druggie like this is not what it is like she's like well you need to speak to her like sort of thing and I was like right okay cool so I ring her up and I was like yo like what's going on like what has Lily told you like what is this whole thing going on I was like I'm not a druggie like I wanted to, to tell you this so you knew that like like I did drugs like, like once, like, um, you know, like I'm safe. Like I'm not like, yeah, it was one time yeah, on my band camp, like it wasn't like I was like <laughs> snorting Coke every night. Like I was just telling you that I'm safe and like, I want to be honest with you because especially when I was growing up, my parents let me do a lot of stuff because I would always tell them what I was doing. So my parents and I have always had a line of communication that was honest except from obviously this massive big, you know, mm. lie in my life, which was horrible. Because yeah. I remember like faking conversations with my mum being like, Oh yeah, I want to find a boyfriend, like yeah. talking about that. Oh. Like I remember like saying the words coming out of my mouth, like talking about, you know, when I get married to a man, my heart like sinking because I was like, I know it's just not gonna happen. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, so we're having this conversation. I was like, I'm not a druggy. She was like, That's not what I'm worried about. I was like, what then? And she was like, the conversation about the shoes. And I was like, What? And she was like, The shoes and Zara. And I was like, Oh, and she was like, <laughs> know the lesbian shoes at this point it all happened very fast and I said to her I said well what if I am and she was like what I went like mum yeah like I'm gay and then it was like silence on the other side of the phone and then all I heard her going what and I was like yeah no like I am I was like at this point I started to panic because as I discussed earlier I thought that when I eventually came out to my parents, I thought my dad was going to take it really badly. My mum was going to be really supportive because the way my mum is, is me and my dad clashed a lot when I was growing up because we're the same person. So Mm. I knew that he's a lot stricter and I thought he was going to take it really badly. And then my mum would be like, it's fine. Don't worry. Don't worry. It's fine. And The fact that my mum was silent, I was like, fuck, fuck, fuck. I was like, shit. And then she was just like, why? And I was like, what do you mean why? And she was like, she was like, have you not tried it with boys? Like, why? I was like, yeah. I was like, do you think I want to be like this? Like it's a it's a hard life. Like now I think about it now as like, I can't imagine being straight. I don't think I'd ever yeah. want to be yeah. straight. <laughs> but at the time I was like, you know, I'm not trying to be difficult. I don't, I'm not yeah. doing this. And then she was like, why, why, why? Just kept repeating why. And it was like she was freaking out clearly. So mm. then I started freaking out. And so I was like, I was like, it's fine. Like, I was like, I've got a girlfriend. Like I started telling her about my girlfriend. So I was like, she's Jewish. Like she's Jewish. Like it's fine. Like she's Jewish. <laughs> and I, I remember my mum being like, I don't care. I don't care. I don't care. And I heard my dad shouting in the background going, I care. Like- <laughs> 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 so your, your dad's listening in. Yeah. Which is mad. Okay. Because I think what happened was, I think my mum had obviously had the conversation with my dad. She said this to me, like, you reckon that means this like she's gay or something like yeah which is mad because I don't think they'd ever spoken about it I don't know so my mum's freaking out I was like she's Jewish she's Jewish and and at this point I can't remember what happened because I blacked out and I remember just the phone call ending oh god and then I burst into tears you know for anyone that doesn't I don't cry like I'm not an emotional yeah. person like I just don't care I'll i i bawled like i bawled my eyes yeah. out
1: i mean you can't take that back once yeah once Then words have been said you cannot take that oh, back. Like, it, like this is a whole journey that you're going on now yeah
2: i was like i've, I've said it now you fucked it like mm. I, I literally remember thinking to myself i was like why did you say that like if i could have taken it back i would have taken it back so i remember bawling my eyes out and then i remember walking downstairs and my flatmate connor comes down my flatmate connor is a Great guy. He's just like he's a bit weird, but he's kinder. Like we love him. Like you know what I mean. I remember, I was like clearly shaken. He was like morning. I was like all right. He's like yeah. I went. I just came out to my parents. And he went all right, cool. And just like left the room. At this point, I'm like freaking out because my mum's freaking out and everything. And then my dad rang me. Then is this the same day? Same day. Like maybe like Mm forty five minutes later. Okay. My dad rang me and he was like, it's fine. Don't worry it's fine and he said it's really bad he went he went it's not like you've got cancer like it's fine like you don't have cancer at least oh God, like yeah. it's fine that is his way but oh. the thing is but, but the thing is but the thing is I get what my dad was trying to say at that point yeah mm. it's really bad how how he phrased it that was my dad's way of saying like it's okay you're not unwell you're not dying Yeah, yeah yeah yeah, yeah. it's yeah. fine Like,
1: don't worry. Yeah, like it's not bad news. It's just something we've got to deal with. Exactly. Like
2: process. Exactly. So then I ended that phone call. And then I remember going to my flatmates. I was like, I'm going to get absolutely wankered tonight. (sighs) I didn't speak to my mum for about four or five days. She just didn't ring me at all. Mm -hmm. Which is weird because my mum is the most lovely person in the world. And she would ring me every night. I'm not talkative. My my mum still rings me like every night or every two nights. And it's like, hi, what are you having for dinner? You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, like, you know what I mean? And so for my mum just to have no communication with her was yeah. weird. Like that was strange. And I remember speaking to my sister. I rang my sister, I told my my sister and she was like, yeah, I know. She told me, she rang me in tears. And she was just like, let her process it. Let her just deal with it. I was like, I'm freaking out there because I thought I'd just been disowned because my yeah. parents hadn't weren't speaking to me, my mum is not talking to me. And my mum loves me unheartedly with her entire 100% of her heart. I'd never heard that tone of voice with my mum. And I, I've I've never heard it since. So it went, maybe like a week went past or something and I'd still not heard anything from my mum or anything. So I told my friends, like my friends at home or whatever. I think I told Oscar and I remember Oscar being like, look, if they kick you out, like you can stay at mine. Like, don't worry. Like you've got family, like it's fine. And I genuinely thought I was about to get kicked out of my house because there was no communication, nothing at all. Anyway, I think a week goes by or something, and I get a call from my mum. I don't remember exactly what it was, but I remember we both agreed that I was gonna come home that weekend so we could talk. So I remember coming home and my mum gave me a massive hug. Oh and I was like, phew. God.
1: That's nice, yeah.
2: I, I I think I think I like balled into her chest. Oh. I was like, cool. So we Gucci in the hood. <laughs> <laughs> and then she was like, Let's go out and let's talk. I was like oh I hate talking I don't want to talk like I just want to just like you know
1: buy docs and shit yeah I was
2: like let's (laughs) let's go on the buy-in about lots of presents day where you just buy me presents because you feel bad like
0: (laughs) one present for each day that you've not spoken to me she should have just she should have just bought you a pair of docs
1: and that would have been her way of saying like yeah I accept (laughs) honestly
2: (laughs) honestly she should have like that would have been just the best present ever because I would (laughs) have been happy Anyway, we went out and I remember sitting in Sushi of all places, in the Arndale. And I told her how I knew, when I knew, and all of that jazz. And I think at that point she started to feel a bit better about it because I think she just felt shocked. And, you yeah, know, because yeah. I think you forget when you're coming out that it's such a big deal for yourself because you feel personal. Like you've been on this really long journey. Like, I, I came out when I was 19. I started realising I was gay at, like... 14 15 so what that's mm. like someone did the maths like <laughs> six years or something is that right
0: yeah wait yeah seven wait say it again wait, i need to cut no, no it's, it's not. like
2: four so yeah I'm, like 20 yeah, years yeah. of figuring myself out five years well, you, anyway, but you're, on, you're on you're on like a three or four years like journey yeah you finally accepted yourself and it's been long and it's hard You forget that when you tell these people, they've not seen your struggle. Yeah, it's so instant. Yeah, Their
1: reaction is from that moment that you've told them, yeah. Which
2: is crazy. So I kind of got more of an understanding of, Mm -hmm. right, I get it, you're processing. Because for you, this is new news. Because we always forget, and Gabs, I always say this to you, like when we talk about people coming out and stuff, we always forget that parents have an image of you. Especially my parents had an image of a house. All three of us were going to, grow up and and that's just shattered yeah completely and utterly shattered like the whole thing's just been destroyed yeah i was like right i understand now i need to let my mum process and my mum said Mm. something really interesting to me so my uncle's gay Right, and I only found out that my uncle was gay when I was like sixteen or something. Maybe I don't know, which is mad because my uncle's like flamboyantly gay. Like he like mm-hmm. lives in LA with his partner and like is an actor and like all Tricking of it. ice coffee. Yeah, like having <laughs> yeah. like mimosas and the, <laughs> yeah. you know what I mean, like incredibly gay. And my mum loves her brother, like yeah. they love each other so much. And then my mum said to me, she was like, yeah. I had a really hard time with Andrew came out, and that blew wow. my mind because obviously they're yeah. so close. And I thought my mum was gonna be fine because her brother's gay. So if a daughter's gay, she yeah. can see that her brother's having a fine life. Yeah. And everything. So I was like, right, okay. So I think you're just uncomfortable with homos essentially. That conversation helped a lot of things. I was still in talking contact with my mum, but then my mum said something at the end of that conversation, and she was like, But you're not gonna like post photos of you like kissing girls and stuff oh, on your Facebook
1: and stuff. Oh, that's so hard to hear. Yeah. Like that they're not proud of you, of like yeah. your life choices. Totally. Or well, not yeah. a
2: choice of, of who you are. Yeah. yeah. And so I remember going, yeah, no, of course not. Because anyway, like, I'm not like, you both know, I'm not that type of person anyway. I don't post photos of me and my partner kissing and I sort of just keep mm-hmm. it to myself because A, that's gay as fuck and be like yeah. no one asks to see that content it's just cringy and it's like whatever like i would post photos of me and meet my partner but not like if you're from an outside eye you don't necessarily know that's my partner it's just like you, yeah, girl, yeah and yeah. if you know you know so that happened i felt a lot better and then i remember having a really bad conversation with my dad where my dad was like this is gonna be a really hard life for you like i just I'm, I'm trying to protect you like i know people that have come out in the jewish community and they've been excommunicated and all this jazz and I remember having an argument with my dad. He was like, you're going to get treated differently in the workplace and all of this jazz. And I was like, I remember- Like s- me, I'm a female yeah. anyway. That shit yeah. happens to me anyway. I, I remember I remember <laughs> saying to him, I said, I was like, you're so fucking wrong. I was like, I'm more likely mm. going to get hired. Like, you know what I mean? I, was like, yeah. I yeah. was like, my parents were in the late 60s, right? Yeah. I said to them, I said, the generation that you grew up with, that might've been the case, but our generation is not like that. That's not how workplaces work. Yeah. I understand it, but you're wrong. I remember it being an yeah, yeah Anyway, yeah I went back to uni and everything was fine. The last thing I remember, maybe like a week after I came back home, I remember I posted a photo of me and my flatmate on, I got tagged in on Facebook, and it was a photo of, it, of me and her in a club, really cute photo, by the way. Uh, I remember I was like holding her and I'm like kissing her on the cheek and it's really cute and it's one of my favourite photos. And then my mum rang me up in tears and was like, you promised you weren't oh, going to do that. Oh, God. I was like, what do you mean? She was like, I've had Andrew asking me and da, da da I went, well, tell them. I went, also, that's my flatmate. I went, I'm not doing anything wrong. And this was the first time I sort of snapped at them because I sort of let my mum process it for ages. And it was the first time yeah. I sort of attacked them and I was like, look, I'm not doing anything wrong. I said I wouldn't do this anyway, which is a stupid thing for me to agree to. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, it's a difficult yeah. situation, isn't it? They shouldn't really have asked you to do that, but
0: journey of acceptance
2: is... Yeah, it's the understanding of that. My parents, you know, they need time to process, which I fully mm-hmm. understand. <laughs> And then I think a couple of months passed and my mum was still just not doing well with it at all. She was kind of hiding it, but not really. Like I didn't know she was doing that badly as she was. And it's clear that she was struggling to accept it, which I, I and I was being so patient. I remember there was a girl in our school that came out the year below me, that or a guy or whatever that came out and was like, "I'm gay, fuck all of you guys," like you know what I mean. Like I feel like when I came out, I came out really subtly, I came out really politely. I gave, I didn't fight back yeah. and let them have the time they needed to, you know, accept it. And it was getting to a point now where it'd been like four or five months, and she's still not okay with it. And I remember mm-hmm. my sister told me about this. I want to say a month after it happened or whatever. And me and my sister are very different people. And this like gave me respect for my sister, which I'd never had before. And which is mad because she's my sister, whatever. You know what I mean? But I remember apparently my mum had rang my sister up crying and freaking out again. And my sister literally turned around and said, grow the fuck up. This is not your issue now. You've got a child that's struggling. She's clearly more upset than you. You need to just get over this. This is not your issue anymore. That you've had your time, like get the fuck over it and just move on. There's nothing wrong with her. She's fine. Just love your child. Yeah. At that point, my sister told me and I was like, cheers mate. (laughs) (laughs) It's mad. And at that point, you know, things have gotten better. And I came out really late. I want to say late in life. I came out when I was 19, which is late in gay years. I want to say a lot of people come out (laughs) when they're like 15, 16 and things are better. I don't think they'll ever be at the point where they'll want it to be, but I think it's weird because I think different families' levels of acceptance is different. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. yeah.
2: For myself, as someone that I've only brought one partner home, which I have obviously had more than one girlfriend, but obviously, <laughs> I'm sick, <laughs> <fit. out>, right? <laughs> yeah, learn yeah. No, I, I, I am. Um, I brought one partner home. It was the girl that i was dating seriously when i came out to her i think it helped because the girl i was dating was quite feminine and i think she my mum, fully thought i was gonna bring like a fucking butch dyke home she was like oh like she's like a woman like and that helped a lot but other than that i oh, i haven't introduced my parents to another partner mm. and it is good my, we just don't talk about yeah. it <laughs> yeah.
1: i mean maybe things will change you know if you are in like a long-term relationship yeah. and she see she sees how happy you are yeah. like that will change because that was I mean hearing your story is like very similar to mine in a way right like a lot of what you're saying is very similar to mine mm-hmm. especially like you growing up and figuring it out as well like a lot of that yeah. I relate to but my family have only really shown an interest and I've really felt accepted and not only accepted like they are proud of who I am and proud of of Gab's And me being with Gabs just because she sees how happy I am. Yeah, yeah. And like that has been so you know it's so nice to to feel that way. And that has been because they see how happy I am.
2: Yeah, totally. I feel that. I don't know. I think things will change when that happens. It's not bad. Um, No. It's just obviously my the way my family is is my all my brother wants is a girlfriend, and unfortunately Mm -hmm. he just doesn't have one. And the way it is, and with his autism and everything. Yeah. We don't talk about relationships in our family. We never have and we never will, really. Like, nothing, yeah. unless it's serious... Con- like, my sister's been with her fiancé for about six, seven years and they're getting married. Like, that's the most serious relationship that's happened. So, because we don't talk about relationships in our family, you know, like, Gabs's mum would go, like, oh, are you seeing any boys? Or before you came out to your grandparents, your grandparents are asking if you had boyfriends and stuff like that. Oh, yeah, like, yeah, all the time. My parents have never asked me in my entire life if I had a boyfriend or a girlfriend, or um, if I was seeing anyone or anything. Yeah. Which might be because of myself, because I don't want to tell them or whatever. Mm -hmm. It works both ways. Yeah. Yeah. Or my my grandparents have asked me once. Like, it's not a conversation that's ever spoken in my family. So I get why we don't talk about it and stuff. But I Mm -hmm. think I've been testing the waters recently. Oh, really? I had a realisation the other day. I said, well, is it because I don't like talking about it with them because I feel uncomfortable because I think they feel uncomfortable? Yeah. Or is it because Mm -hmm. they feel uncomfortable about it? both May I think it's both. both I do think it's both yeah, like, probably. I, mean, yeah. I do think it is that I think um, yeah and so like the other day I was at my parents house I mean I wasn't because it was the pandemic but let's say for example there was I was just picking some things up um yeah I was just picking some things up in fact.
1: yeah um, for a couple of days is,
2: no like I would stay over at my parents house god forbid. <laughs> <laughs> they've got no beer there um <laughs> I know, I literally went to go pick something up. I think I was getting like some wires and something. I have this great photo, right? That my friend Hallie gave us when we were leaving camp. And my second year at camp, I was in a really, I was in a clique and it was me my girlfriend of the time, Hallie and my friend Sophia, who both of them I still speak to today. And there's a really cute photo of the four of us. I remember I was there and I was like, oh, I feel like I should take this photo with us because it's a really nice photo for my flat. But then also like, I just want to just put my thumb over like my ex's face. Oh yeah. Yeah, (laughs) No disrespect to her. I was just joking around. Yeah. Yeah. And I I remember my mom and my brother laughed and sort of took it like, ha ha ha, there, you know. So I think it's interesting. I don't know. I don't know at what point were my parents... My family and I will be fully comfortable because I don't know if I'm even out to my grandparents. I know I'm out to my grandma. Oh my god! Okay. This story. So go on, give it oh to us. Oh my god, it was so awkward. <laughs> so I went to I went. My grandma lives in LA, right, with my uncle now. Mm-hmm. She wasn't doing well, so we went out and surprised her. I was in the states at the time. I flew over. So we're having this really nice week-long sort of holiday in LA. And I remember my uncle took us to Catalina Island, which is an island off of um, the coast of California. And you've got to get a ferry there. And we're on the ferry yeah. back. And I don't even know how this fucking came up. My grandma started talking to me about something. And we're all sat like, in like a little like curve, and it's all like, open seating. I'm a very loud person to imagine what my family's like, you know? Yeah. <laughs> it's not like any of us are ever quiet. And... We were talking and all I remember is my grandma going, well, you do like women, right? I was like, what? <gasps> oh my God. I looked at my sister and my sister's like giving me like evils. Like she was like, what the fuck is going on? I was like, I have no idea. Like I had like a full telepathic conversation with my sister in there like 0.5 <laughs> seconds. I was like, what the hell is going on? She was like, I have no idea. And I remember saying to my sister, I was like, yeah, I don't even know if grandma knows I'm gay. Oh, Andrew. I was like, I don't know if I'm ever going to come out. Cause you know, it's a weird thing, but whatever. And then she said that to me and I was like, what the fuck is going on? Wait, is this just randomly? Yeah. She just randomly said, Random. "You like girls, right?" Yeah, yeah. Like, out of the blue. We weren't even talking about that. And then, and then she went. I mean, you do prefer the company of women, right? Such a weird way of putting oh. it.
0: Yeah, it's such like a grandma
2: way of putting it. Yeah. And I was like, I was like, um, uh, 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 yeah. And she went, right? Yeah. I thought so. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I remember. I was so embarrassed and just taken off guard. Yeah. And and then she proceeded to then go, I mean, it's fine. She was like, obviously like I'm fine with Andrew. So like, you love who you love, like that's all that matters. And I, oh yes, oh. It, it was so nice, but I was so, Utterly taken aback by the whole thing because nothing yeah, in the conversation is yeah, yeah. talking about. I like, looked at my mum and my mum's like, like, everyone. No one wants has to any a... to like... this day, we still don't know how Grandma Marks knows. Oh, dear. She just Got knows. it. Like, Stella just went, so you do like the company of women, right? And I was like, what the fuck? She's got the biggest gay dar of all. Yeah, legit. And then she was like, thought so. She's like, I've been asking Susan for ages and she's just not been telling me. So she was like, I just thought I'd get it overdone with ask asking myself. Yes. We love it when yeah. they lose the filter. Yeah. <laughs> love it. <laughs> yeah. Like I remember walking off that ship and I was like, to sister, I was like, what the fuck has just happened? Like, honestly. <laughs> that is so funny. Oh my God. But, uh, mad. But, oh. but other than that, yeah. So I know that that side knows, but I don't think my grandparents yeah. know or my cousins or anything like mm-hmm.
1: that. Nah, yeah. they must
2: like.
1: I mean, when they meet you, they will. <laughs> <laughs> what are you on about? <laughs> like, you know yes. grumps? So are you? <laughs> <laughs>
2: Crack open a beer, lob. yeah. I do it on my tooth, you know. Um, yeah. Oh my god, it really freaks me out yeah. to do that. It's so good, but yeah, that's that's Amazing. basically
1: I it. I love
0: that story. Matt. I was gripped. Yeah, Honestly, I was gripped. Do you know what? So much of that I didn't know either. Yeah. The little details I didn't Honestly, know. So,
1: so if you could give a piece of advice to. Baby Annabelle.
0: Baby Annabelle. <laughs> Third time lucky. We got that. I'm glad we got that. <laughs> uh,
2: what would that be like to your pre-closeted self? Um, a few things. I think. First of all, you're so fucking annoying. Like, shut the fuck up. Um. Second of all, <laughs> um, I would be like, it's fine. It's okay. All of these feelings you're feeling are fine, and it's gonna take a while and things aren't gonna fall the way that you think it's gonna do and that's all right you just need to let people sort of just summer and accept it which doesn't mean they don't love you it just means they need some time to change and adapt um yeah but just I think the main thing I would say to them is everything happens for a reason like everything really does happen for a reason and Mm -hmm. you'll realize that you are this incredible fabulous dyke that you're just just go with the flow, like just go with it, like it's chilled. Yeah. And it, and and also, lastly, I would say, um, it's boring to be straight. <laughs> <laughs> ah. That's all. Yeah, don't, yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> don't be boring. Be a gay. Yeah, no, legit. Like
2: <laughs> all all those guys you're getting with, um, it's all right. It's cool. Yeah, it'll be worth it in the end. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah whatever no. journey
0: you need to take it's okay yeah, yeah it will always work out in the same way in the end no matter how much you try yeah but, uh,
2: yeah as much as you repress it but also like obviously just come out when you're ready it's all mm. right do it safely you know do it when you're not gonna to anyone that's wanting to come out like do make sure you're safe that's the mm-hmm. most important thing yeah. and just remember that you might be envious of you know these people looking at these like instagram influences and stuff like you might be envious mm-hmm. of their life but like your story is your story, and you're still special just because you don't have a th- hundred thousand followers. Like, you're that's your yeah. precious moment. So just take your time and don't mm-hmm. rush it because you want to be like them. Yeah. Like you, you're you're special, kid. Don't worry. Like, oh,
0: that's
2: beautiful. <laughs> now we all cry. <laughs> <laughs> well, this has been really fun, guys. Even though I'm sweating my yeah. bollocks off. <laughs>
1: oh, the yeah. it's it's good, yeah. The podcast nerves. <laughs>
2: wait what would you guys Uh, wait wait have you you guys given your
1: advice no well we're gonna do we're gonna do our stories on a different episode i was
2: gonna say no it's it's mad well this has been really fun guys yeah thanks so much for coming on i'd like to thank you both for having me on and also i'm a lesbian okay bye
1: Annabelle, what a gal. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It seems like her, fam, like her mom, hasn't healed from it, but it's all good. Do you get yeah. me? Mm. Like, it's not, it's not. she's not fully there yet, mm. but it's still all good, you know what I mean?
0: Yeah, I mean, maybe they don't really talk about it, but like Annabelle was saying, they don't really talk about their dating lives anyway. Yeah. When I went round, you know, I'm, I'm really close to the dad, hashtag yeah. David, love you, David. Also, love you, Sue. But me and David are tight. <laughs> but yeah, they and they know I'm gay and they don't have a problem with me, you know? And yeah. I feel comfortable, totally welcome there. I don't feel, you know, I'm not made to mm-hmm. feel any different. Yeah. Maybe some people just don't talk about it. Like, yeah. Annabelle is, she's great. She's always been authentically Annabelle. And yeah. It's one of the that. things I love about her the most. <laughs> but yeah, what about that? A paradox. I know. A very unlikely catalyst to
1: (laughs) And her nan, oh my god, (laughs) so good. I love when nans like lose their filter. A good story about that gabs. I think I've told you before, but anyway, my nan like really wants me to have kids like right now, you know Mm. what I mean? Like Mm. you need to be pregnant, you need to have a family and all this right now. And um, she said to me, so you know, even if you don't want a relationship, just just go and have a one night stand. <laughs>
0: like, just go and have a one night stand.
2: Proper say like,
1: none. No. <laughs> that is, yeah. I mean, I didn't say this. I just like lightly laughed it off. Like, <laughs> yeah. oh, you. Oh, yeah. you. Um, <laughs> oh, you.
2: Stop you it. Laugh. <laughs> but
0: I was oh, like, that is the worst advice you could give to your grandma. I know. Watch, like, <laughs> that's like the last piece of advice you'd expect from your grandma, like. <laughs> Go have a one-night stand, girl. Go get knocked Go up. Go girl. <laughs> Go be a bit of a hoe. Go on. You can borrow me skirt. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. On my kitty heels. That'll bring in all the boys.
1: <laughs> and come back and I'll make it a nice soup. <laughs>
0: Don't worry, it'll be filled with vitamin C and nutrients for the little one. (laughs) (laughs)
1: Oh, God. Uh, Anyway, next week, episode 10, we are speaking to the one and only Smashbee. He's on the socials at Smashbee Official. He is a LGBTQ plus pop artist. He is a bully, bullying ambassador. He's a bully. (laughs) He's a bully. He's a bullying ambassador as well. Um and what he stands for is incredible, so it's really great to have a chat with him, wasn't it?
0: Oh yeah. He's a great guy. Yeah. He was like, really fun to chat to. Yeah. Such oh, a character.
1: Yeah. And I wish that you could see what he was wearing because it was incredible. <gasps> he oh looks amazing. Honestly, like
0: we're all all three of us in that conversation are very, very gay. But I was looking at him and I was like,
1: oof. I know. Damn. Boy. I know I love his top. Yeah,
0: you need to ask him where he got it from, Gabs. I will. It's a you mm. kind of top. Oh, yeah, I'd wear that. Yeah. Catch me in Smash top on our first <laughs> night out. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, he's a massive advocate for anti-bullying, and he's done amazing things for the LGBT community, definitely in the UK. Mm-hmm. And he's growing and upcoming, and he's yeah. going to be performing at some Pride events. Yeah, he's got them all booked in, mm. which is cool. Yeah, really lovely, genuine guy as well, and a proper laugh.
1: What, are you going to give him the juicy goss?
0: The juicy or What can't be that his his crush outed him? That is Could it?
1: <laughs> his crush, his teenage love, outed him. Oof! Bloody hell! Oh no,
0: that's the last thing you want from your crush, isn't it?
1: <laughs> we all like the bad ones.
0: <laughs> and you ended up with me. <laughs> <laughs> the golden egg. <laughs> what are you talking about? I'm a rebel. In the meantime, till we air the episode, if you want to check out his music and stuff. Got some cool hits. We've got Wild Ones, which is an absolute banger. Birthday Suit, we love that. All on iTunes and Spotify.
1: And they're all an absolute bop, but with a meaningful me- message. Behind. Message. But with a meaningful message behind it. So I think that's really incredible what he's doing.
0: Yeah, definitely. yeah check him out. And we shall see you in the next episode of Queer Podcast.
1: Say hello. 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 Bye, Gonna go get knocked up. <laughs> <laughs>
2: because she was she had a stroke and whatever anyway so she lives in LA um and, wait no it's fine like she had a my my grandma- no sorry i just I, I honestly thought
0: someone just farted then oh, oh my really? god <laughs> I no- <laughs> that was wondering why he was looking
1: at me like that.
2: Who did it? Who did it? He did no one. i just hearing it. It's things. fine. It's fine. <laughs> yeah. I'm glad that we're all you know over the age of 23 and we're all making fart jokes. <laughs> uh, before
1: you before you come on, we were testing the mics with fart jokes, with like farts, seeing who you know, could do the best fart impression?
2: Well, <laughs> that's good, bro. That's it good. is, That's isn't it? We've been practicing, Annabelle. We've been practicing. <laughs> anyway, back to my grandmother's stroke. Um. <laughs>